Welcome. Today's Influencer Podcast, we're talking hair growth. We've got Brett Park, founder with Stems by ProAngenics, a product I'm personally really interested in because it talks about hair growth in a natural way. And also, obviously, this is of interest to influencers because Brett, we got double barrel Brett action here. Our other Brett here is looking for influencers to help promote this product, obviously, which kind of sells itself uh, from that standpoint, because I mean, how many of us uh, in our 30s, 40s and beyond are, are looking for help on the hair side here? So, Brett, welcome. Let's give us uh, kick us off. Give us a little bit of your background. Yeah. Uh, first of all, you know, as a, another Brett talking to a Brett, I'm a fan of yours. And, you know, I I think uh, this program is just absolutely needed. And it's something that basically strikes at the core of where a brand like ours and the influencers out there seeking to basically find a partnership solution, you know, can interact and find who is out there and who they're interested in, you know, working with. So uh, it's timely. Now, for us, we're sort of like, you know, you want to say a motley crew, if you will, and not the band, but overall, just a group of professionals that basically got together. And it's not like, oh, I know you. you know, no, it was, you know, one of those happenstance things where essentially I'm from the healthcare side. My colleagues are more from the industry side as in the pharmaceutical industry. You know, they work with Merck, they worked in American Cyanamid, and they have a number of patents to their name and so forth. So, they're, they're steeped in it. And, you know, I kind of met them because we were basically helping a client launch what was essentially topical for pain management and a number of other issues. Now, it, that in itself is a big deal now. And, you know, it's gone the way of, I guess, CBD oils and so forth. But at that juncture, it was real because it was being relegated to a more, I guess, you know, a medical issue that could be offered, not just at the drugstores, but, you know, offered through other channels. So fast forward, here we are, we worked on uh, topicals. So obviously pain is part of that, but also we're talking about skincare, where we're dealing with medical grade you know, uh, skincare products and so forth, working with dermatology offices and so forth. And, you know, the smaller uh, chains that, you know, would offer to, you know, private label products. And uh, as an extension, because uh, a colleague uh, in our team had a lot of experience in hair care, we got steeped into it. Um, and basically, I'll tell you, no, you know, in certain terms, uh, salons loved what we had to produce. And we basically produced vats and vats of them that they were able to introduce to their market, their audience as off-label version of what's commercially available. So a better, a more friendlier version. So here we are. And we have basically an opportunity to present an alternative to what people could get in drugstores or big box stores. Now, we're not here to bash big pharma. We're not here to bash the big brands that basically do a fantastic job of safety testing, formulating, 
and mass marketing uh, these, you know, uh, products with big names and a lengthy history behind it. But the thing is, is that the market also wants an alternative. What is that? You know, I guess the prevalence is the all natural is become a catch all buzzword. So, you know, it's a it's a little bit of different thing, the different folks. But here's where we stand on. All naturals are wonderful if you know how to formulate them. The problem, the challenge, if you will, with just things being natural, there are just a hodgepodge of different active ingredients that left to their own, yeah, it has a promise. But the thing is, is that if you do not formulate it, uh, you know, in the best way possible, it will not have nearly the the impact, the, you know, opportunity of being able to deliver on the promise, as you will. So basically, I see a lot of simple formulation. You know, you're taking a natural ingredient, like let's say rosemary oil extract, and they'll put it in with a little alcohol, puts it in with like castor oil, and you got an instant mix. And I think for people that are fine with it, it's fine. But thing is, is that from us, our take, it's like taking Michael Jordan and putting him into, you know, like a buzzer beater game with work boots on. <laughs> Why would you want to take Michael Jordan and put work boots on a man you know could win the game for you? And in that regard, that's a very simplistic analogy, but that's what I see happening with a lot of formulations. So, so this is where we feel we can make an impact and we can make a difference. Yeah, it's interesting. So let's get into the details of your formula formulation. It resonates, I think, Rogaine or the minoxidil, right, is the active ingredient. That's something that many of us are familiar with. Obviously, that's a that's a chemical. So many, you know, we look for alternatives, right? And you kind of remind me of searches I've done on Amazon where you're looking for the all-natural hair growth alternative and you end up with some shampoo. It's got 17 different ingredients, like you said. Rosemary is one of them. And they are, it's a hodgepodge just thrown together. It looks great. Uh, on the surface, because it's an alternative, right? It's uh, I'll read the ingredients. I'm like, okay, well, this all looks pretty good. Better than living on minoxidil for the rest of your life. And uh, you try it, and it smells nice, and it it doesn't really work, right? It doesn't re really do much. So it's not offensive, but it's not really giving you any results in terms of new growth or 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 stopping loss or anything. So what were you able to find that was different from that level in terms of taking the work work boots off of MJ or getting these uh, ingredients in a way that it actually stimulates new follicle growth? Is that right? In terms yes. of what STEMS is doing? Okay. Yeah. Can we describe so, that in terms of what these active ingredients are? Yes. Let me dive into yeah. that. First and foremost, I want to outline by saying, you know, uh, Rogaine with the active ingredient minoxidil has been out there for over 35 years. And prior to that, I think enough people have come to realize that was not the original intent. Original intent was as a blood pressure medication, but as an interesting side effect. Oh, somebody took note of that. And eventually the OTC version, which is the diluted version, came to be known as Rogaine or, you know, just generally minoxidil. That's really interesting. And just to jump in on that, when it was a blood pressure met, was it a uh, pill? On the minoxidil, yes. you were actually taken, yes. okay, and and then they dialed it down, and now it's a topical, diluted version for. Uh, and 
you can still uh, get it prescribed as a, in a pill form. But generally speaking, most physicians are loath to do that. They'll first say, try minoxidil, for, you know, topical version, because it's safer for obvious reasons. But first and foremost, let me just put this out there. Minoxidil is the industry standard for one reason, and it is, it is FDA approved. And by that, you know, account, uh, it's been out there 35 years. Is this to say it's the only uh, proof of principle that will grow hair? The answer to that is absolutely not. There are other products or ingredients that have the properties to demonstrate. But here's where essentially rubber meets the road. Uh, FDA must green stamp anything that comes in the market if it wants to get into the game and say, we approve this for this and this indication as a drug. Unfortunately, all naturals don't fall into their purview because it's not even remotely in the field of view from a standpoint of the general FDA process. So there's a separate office that deals with that. But from where we're staying, we're situated, we're not here to knock Rogaine, Minoxidil. We're not here to... A lot of people are very happy with that. But truth be told, it doesn't work on everybody. Uh, there are some numbers behind it to which it demonstrates maybe 50%, maybe slightly less. But the thing is, is that there's a reason behind it. And for all intents and purposes, what we're setting out to do is this is an all-natural product. This is with all-natural actives that has demonstrated in... Uh, various studies to demonstrate efficacy. It's just not going to ever be, you know, from our purview, FDA approved for its intended purpose. So the active ingredient in stems, okay, has, you know, variation of plant-based actives, including rosemary. But the thing is, is that the key star comes from a CLG called Eclonia cava, of which there's an active ingredient, you know, some call it a metabolite, called diacol. Diacol uh, is part of the makeup, but it is found to have some amazing properties. So this is one of those things where the research came out of university in South Korea a while ago. And mainly the research focused on things such as cancer research. How do we use natural ingredients to basically prevent and possibly cure? So, but they also found other amazing properties and it was uh, looked into. And then they did the animal studies and then, you know, small bits of humans, human studies. And this is where we took notice We said, hey, that's worth checking out. So what we did was uh, we took some of the raw actives, we inquired, okay, how do we purify it? And much of that was industry data that was kept, you know, proprietary. So we had to do our own experimentation. We had to do our own formulation. So in the end, after four years, you know, give or take a few, we figured out what works best. So in order to, you know, sort of test it out, yours truly, and the rest of the team members were thinning hair. You know, we did our own test uh, safety data testing that way. But we also got salons involved, namely because, uh, you know, it's hard to get 
uh, doctor's office involved in anything that is testing, unless there's a institutional review board and so forth, so on. And essentially, we gave up on that. We decided, okay, we're going to do field testing. Proof of principle essentially is if they like it and it grows hair. And lo and behold, that's what happened. So that was somewhat prior to the pandemic. Fast forward, here we are. So it's kind of delayed the launch, but overall, the proof of principle has worked many times over. And we are confident that it will work at least as well as some of the top topicals that are OTC. So we're not going to get into ours is better than Rogaine. No, no, it's just I think the true test uh, resides with the end users. We have our own belief why it is efficacious, namely because the actions are slightly different, different in a way that stems, like the namesake, goes to the root of the hair bulb, and that's the dermal papilla. So we associate hair with dead protein. That's true, but hair itself is living, breathing. It's an organ onto itself. It is so complex that, I mean, it made my head spin when we did analytical studies and all this report. And a lot of this information is has been coming out in the last five years or so. So, or, or, you know, about that time where essentially we are now starting to accept that hair uh, follicle and the dermal papilla holds this reservoir of stem cells, stem cells called mesenchymal stem cells by their very nature are pluripotent, meaning they could be any cell in the body, but they're there to perform one thing and one thing, which is to grow new hair. And how are they gonna do it? Essentially, that is in the genetic predisposition process and so forth. So if you have a family history where essentially you're prone to hair loss, baldness, essentially from, you know, mother's side, father's side, uh, it can have a play in there. It can be, why? Why is partly some of the issues that we ask and we try to find answers to, but more importantly, what we're finding is, is that before you can get all the answers to the why, what we know is at the end of the day, you need to find out what is going to actually stimulate hair follicle growth because the causation is just like a, it's, it's a, it's a long list from everything from poor health, poor diet to COVID. So, you know, you're talking women, it's like PCOS. You're talking hormonal disruption to, you know, long list of things. If they use harsh uh, hair care treatment, there's trauma to the, you know, hair roots. And a lot of people understand that. But what do you do about it? What you must do is at least give the hair chance to restore its health balance. And this is where STEMS comes into the picture. It's first and foremost, it's a hair health brand and product. Our objective is not singular about growing hair. Hair will grow when systemically in the hair system, it is basically being encouraged. All the signals are firing and everything else is engaging. It will grow naturally. But we all know DHT will really 
deliver a serious blow. It will starve it of necessary nutrients and so forth, so on. So this is where STEMS offers an alternative. It feeds the necessary support for what is essentially a signal, and it aids the growth factors to fire on all cylinders to push the antigen phase upwards. So you see the vellus hair grow into a nice, you know, full, you know, head of hair. So does this work on everybody? Uh, the answer is clearly no. <laughs> what it's designed to do is, is that if you have still a viable hair follicle, it can potentially help revive it, push it into the antigen phase. In some regards, not that dissimilar to what minoxidil does, but one thing different. Minoxidil is not a direct route to the dermal papilla growth in terms of the stem cells. What it does is it basically opens up the potassium channels to get more blood flow, and that in itself can help the process along. This is a more direct, you're feeding growth, and it is a systemic process which engages the natural longer-term antigen growth, which should last you good six, seven years in a healthy person. So that's where the difference lies. So whether or not, uh, you know, you want to compare it to, let's say, you know, I'm using, you know, finasteride and finasteride has worked for me ever since I started. That's fine. We're not, but I don't even want to get into why someone might not want finasteride because of all the side effects, this, that, and the other. That's, that's a medical topic. The thing is, is that we're offering an alternative, which is an all-natural version. So for us to make claims against that, that's not that's a non-starter. But what we can claim, the actives that we put together for stems by proangenics can work in ways most other uh, all-natural formulations will not. And this is this we've been able to demonstrate through our own studies and you know, human um, basic, you know, uh, support studies that we've uh, compiled in the last four years. So That's great. So, so is I it mean, at the follicle level we're talking? So when we talk about, obviously, DHT inhibiting hair growth with stems, we're not necessarily blocking the production of DHT. We're not getting into the person's biology, I guess, at their core, for lack of a better way to put it. But we're going to the follicle and we're just giving that follicle the opportunity to wake up, if you will? Is that an accurate layman's interpretation that's, of how stems are working? That, that's, that's one part of it. There's another component, and that's equally important for people. And I want to I say in general, more men than women, but also women are affected with this issue. DHT is a principal uh, component to uh, how hair follicle loses its, its uh, you know, survivability in the long run. It thins out little by little and eventually it dies out. The point is the active ingredient has demonstrated anti-DHD properties. So by that, it is, in our opinion, maybe almost comparable to finasteride but something that we cannot make claims to without a randomized clinical trial, certainly not by an FDA standard. And this is, I think, what is important, especially 
if you're concerned about thinning hair and you know at the heart it's a DHT issue that you've been facing. So now if you go to a dermatologist and they're basically, you know, making that assessment, you need to use DHT blockers. We recommend starting with minoxidil and we'll move on to finasteride. That's fine. That's a medical console you want to get. Now, if you want to try an all natural, we recommend stems by proengenics because it does both. The DHT uh, inhibition is in principle. At its core, we're talking about 5-alpha reductase. If you inhibit 5-alpha reductase from conversion to DHT, you can do a lot of good. You don't have to block it altogether because, you know, almost nothing does. But if you prevent that formation, you could see results. And that's partly what the benefits of using this sort of formulation can provide. And, you know, I use it. <laughs> and I can tell you, I have thinning hair. But Yeah, you look good, Brad. I mean, it is, it's oh, so funny. I went, to your, you. I went to your website <laughs> last week and I was trying to order some for myself. And the men's was out. So I figured it would be flying off the proverbial oh, shelves for you. But I see it's on. back in. The, the double size is back in. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But so, I figure, hey, I'll, I'll talk to you first before I go crazy. Yes, uh, yes. But you know what? You know what? In, in, in health and medicine, they say, first, do no harm. I can tell you emphatically, we did rounds of safety tests. There's no way you could do any damage. However... I think the best results twice a day, and you know, I guess the measure for which you could get the best molecular response, you know, several pumps at the desired site, and you got to massage it in, because massaging in helps uh, the follicles, you know, get at it, because it will go there. However, you know, it takes a little bit of attention from the user's end. And, you know, you don't have to go crazy with it. Twice a day is plenty because we find the, I guess if you want to call it the pharmacodynamics, how long it takes, roughly it absorbs in like 20 minutes. However, for it to take, you know, um, what is essentially the activity role, you'll, you know, it takes anywhere from three, six hours and, the route to which it, you know, makes that uh, relevant, it's not that dissimilar than most other topical. But like I said, you know, twice, that's that's plenty. And it's super convenient because essentially you don't have to, you know, douse yourself. You don't have to go crazy. And for those people who basically have gotten really good results using vitamins, and I'm not going to mention names, there's some blockbuster vitamins out there people are really crazy about. I think it's, it's a great thing. It does point to a need systemically in our biology where essentially that nutrition can help the growth you know, process. But there's a place for a topic like this. You, you will see a benefit, maybe in combination. And, you know, but the people that we've uh, sampled the stems by prolongenics too, weren't on anything. We made sure that they used it as a standalone and they got good results from it. So we're pretty confident that for the most part, most people will benefit because by and large, I think 
if you want to call, you know, if you want to, you know, uh, set a timeline, I think most people after two to three months of use will start to feel something happen. And essentially it's visible. So with that in mind, we say use it like if it's a lifestyle issue, just like, you know, old days hairspray per se. But what it comes down to is matter of preference. The thing is, is that for some people, they notice there's a slightly tingling, stinging sensation for some, but tingling sensation comes from the fact that it goes to what is essentially uh, the heart of the issue in, when it comes to scalp condition, and that is inflammation. It first tries to tamp down inflammation, calm it, and also basically support what amounts to the overall follicular, you know, microbiome. So it is a, you know, very more ideal set of situations where the actives can go to work. So there's a list of ingredients that we felt can work more harmoniously, more synergistically. And we tried different mixes and so forth, but we found the ones that, you know, conclusively, hey, this is the all-star team. You know, this is the starring lineup. <laughs> and this is what we, you know, it took us a while, but this is what we came up with. So I think in that regard, people will find it to be different. People will find it to be very beneficial. So I think, you know, hopefully that answers that part. But, you know, for anybody that's watching this, I would say reach out to us, ask us questions, because there's a lot of things that we feel beneficial. We are not going to list on list of benefits or certainly not our website, because let's face it, there's only so much information that you could post in there and essentially make it stick. And for what it's worth, it starts with what people's interest is, all natural. And is it going to work for me? We say yes. Try it out. So much so, we put a 120-day money-back guarantee. <laughs> We're that sure of it. So proangenics.com is the website there, P-R-O-A-N-G-E-N-I-X.com. Very nice website. Uh, stems for men, oh, stems you. for women are, are the two products here, Brett. Before I let you go, we can't walk out without talking about influencers. So other than myself, obviously your ideal dad influencer who will be... Uh, partnering with you here. Who are we looking for from the influencer standpoint? Are you sticking with the salon thread? Are you looking for salon owners, hairdressers? Um, describe your target ideal influencer partner and what can an influencer, what are the benefits for an influencer for working with you, for collabing with Stems by Proangenics? Yeah, sure. The thing is, is that as I, you know, alluded to before, I think this is a fantastic platform for, you know, that kind of meeting to take place between brands and influencers. And from our perspective, we're looking for influencers that are not just out there to help us market. We're looking for influencers that can actually interact and influence, which is, you know, Basically, you're talking to the end users. You're talking to who may follow you, who may take an interest. And they're going to have questions and they're going to have concerns. We can't be there. <laughs> this is where we want influencers that can make a difference and say, listen, here's the pros. Here's our cons. This is where this is different. But guess what? We want something that 
you know, is not just something you pick up out of CVS or big box stores. There's a, there's a reason why influencers can go in and say, hey, what if this product had ingredient XYZ in it? What would that benefit you? And if they get a response, hey, for a formulator like us, it means a lot. It means, hey, it could be an opportunity. It could be a solution. But this is where I think it could potentially provide a nexus where essentially we could ask the influencers, is there a market? Is this something we could educate the public about? Because no matter how good the product is, if the public is not educated on it, it's not going to do any good and you know, not going to sell that well too. Ultimately, we don't want to sell product because it is the lowest hanging fruit based on a popular buzzword. We want it sold because it does the job and it works and people like it. But that's harder than most people realize. Certainly not in a, you know, uh, economy and e-commerce situation where there's just an information overload. And it is crucial if you can get, you know, PR or in this case, influencers to make that connection. A good influencer makes that connection by asking questions, engaging their followers. If they have questions, you know, respond back. That's what we're looking for. And we're talking about influencers with a growth in following versus somebody who already has all that and more, but you know, hey, they could be a bigger name, fine. But to us, a, a growing influencers that have that kind of interaction and they could engage them and hopefully allow us to be able to place our product through their channel is more vital to us. So we can't say enough, you know, positive, positive things about that process to which we could, you know, we could both benefit. And there's a lot that, you know, I think is probably going to change in the future if that model succeeds. And we believe it will. We believe that especially in the personal care space, it's ready for a disruption because not everybody wants to buy stuff just because they could get it conveniently. They want stuff that is personalized. But between getting it personalized and having something, you know, useful and efficacious, there's a huge gap there. <laughs> and we, I believe, we believe influencers can play a vital role. Well, it's been great, Brett. Well put on the engagement also, because that's something that we always like to promote, especially our micro-influencers, ones that do a great job of what you said, engaging, they're replying to the comments, they're answering the questions, and they're acting as brand ambassadors for you. Because like you said, as a small business, we're in the same boat. We can't be everywhere. You can't be everywhere. So we're looking for scale from these partners who can just be great partners, right? And answer the questions and be engaged with our audiences and, and it doesn't preclude the folks with the larger follower count, but like, don't, like, don't forget where you came from, right? Right. Keep engaging with your audience. That's, that's what it's about. And great that you've narrowed in on that. Cause that's a big point of education that we always make is like, Hey, nano and the micro influencers are where it's at. These are the people who are really closely connected with their audiences and they're growing. And just cause they're not at a million yet. I mean, that's kind of better, right? It's not about the follower kind of like you said, it's about oh, the absolutely. growth. It's about the engagement. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, for that, Affluencer is an exceptional platform 
And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not here to just plug that because, you know, we got two breads going on. No, I, I, I think I see the benefit right away. It's, it's, uh, it's, it, I think it stands to reason it could offer a lot of good and not just to the brands and not just to the influencers, but to the audience that basically want to be heard. They said, well, they could, uh, send, you know, requests to all these hotlines for these big products. But the thing is, ultimately, if they want to be heard, you still need, like, you know, maybe people that can act as an intermediary and make a difference. And influencers can do that. Yeah, that's it. Well, Paul, we're going to grassroots this with the double barrel Brett get stems by Perlangenics out there. So thanks again for joining us, Brett. And we will get the link to your collab underneath here. So our influencers listening can find you and they can also find you on your website. So again, it's proangenix, P-R-O-A-N-G-E-N-I-X.com. Yeah, go ahead, Brett. I just want to do a quick shout out to our new influencer friends out there. And I just want to thank them for their interest and involvement. And just for scale, here it is, men's and women. So they know... How big they are. So anyway, but regardless, you know, yes, that was a shame, shameless plug, but regardless. That's what we're here to do. Yes. Uh, I, 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 we're looking for growing with influencers. We're not, you know, looking for instant growth. We're looking for organic growth and in the right product sectors as opposed to one hit, we're there. No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> And we have we have a new uh, product that's coming out soon, and essentially it will be a, a more natural, safer, and easier alternative to Olaplex. I'm just putting it out there, so look for that, please. Great, nice teaser. We'll have you back on to talk about that product and collab as well, Brett. I hope so. All right. Well, thanks again. Stems by Proangenics. It's been a fun conversation. Appreciate you coming on, Brett. Thanks so much. Thank you.